Welcome back to episode 55 of Built for Better. Today's podcast is a nutrition Q&A that Sarah and I done as part of Level Up. So our Level Up clients submit a weekly form each week and a part of that form is do you have any questions for our Q&A? And from that, Sarah and I jump on a Zoom call and we nut them out together. Then upload it, obviously, to our clients. Uh, Level Up's a program that I created for the simple fact of I wish it was available to me during my weight loss journey. I wish I had someone like me in my corner. It would have made the journey a hell of a lot smoother. Um, I'm really, really proud of this program. Um, But before we get into the Q&A, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I've gotten you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending the pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to send to me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your news. Like a place of- yes, what's been happening? Not much. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks. How you been? Yeah, good. Almost almost at the end of lockdown. How's that going? How's that been? Not too bad. Like, Do you go straight back to work at the gym when you finished? Mm, yeah, so I'll start back on Monday. Um, yeah, they've got like, it's exciting. God, I can't wait to get back to the gym. But everyone's so excited. Like we're starting nutrition services at the gym on Monday. So oh. I think people are pretty keen to get back into it and and you know, their members are going back. Do you know? Um, I'm not too sure. I, I think they've well, they've definitely gained a few new members. Um, because they've done flash sales and things like that. But um, I don't know. I don't know how many of them are vaccinated. Mm, hopefully, a lot of them. I'm sure a lot of them because it's been what 14 weeks. So I I'm sure they've gotten organised. Wants to be done is done now. Like all have mm. their first. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Let's dive in. How to track calories if I eat out? Um, so generally what I would recommend would be to give yourself an allowance. Like you don't have to just say you were going out for a pub meal and you know that you want to have a steak. You know, give yourself the allowance of, or you can even put it in, like put it in before you start your day, put in like a steak, overestimate if you can. Generally, I would it just really depends, but generally aim for that 800 to 1,000 calories, depending if you're going to have a drink. That's sometimes what I would do. Um, and then structure your day around that. Um, just, yeah, just because it all depends what you're having. Like, for example, if you have Italian, trying to choose like those, you know, tomato-based things rather than creamy-based, but it's all learning as well. Um, but, yeah, if you know, like, again, like I've said before, if you know you're going to go out for a few drinks, try even factor those in before your day starts and then structure your day around that. Um, or again, yeah, like I said, you can give yourself that allowance, kind of know on the top of your head, oh, I'll have, you know, a meal and a drink, for example. But, yeah, what would you normally do? Yeah, I'd just say do your best. Like, mm. you've been doing it a while, you can get a pretty good gauge on that's roughly a 300-gram steak or yeah. you know, whatever. But like you say, if you're planned ahead, then it helps you structure your day. Um, mm-hmm. just don't be too hard on yourself too like social events are really important um, but maybe like aiming for your maintenance calories instead of your deficit calories and just going for that step sideways yeah. that step backwards and just writing off the day 
Um, but like if weight loss is really important, like avoiding things like a chicken palmy and chips and mm. stuff like that, like it could be a yeah. couple of thousand calories plus just there. Mm. Um, but I mean, full loss fails, just get back up. Tomorrow's a new day and go again. Yeah, that's right. The maintenance calories is a good one. Um, and always just try to use those little tricks of like, I'm not sure if you've seen the um, picture things before on social media. I don't know how to explain them, like diagram kind of things saying about, um, you know, for example, if you're going to go to KFC and you get a burger, chips and a drink, that could be, you know, 2000 calories. Whereas if you get just a burger, Coke, no sugar, that's 600 calories. Like that's really like what you'd normally have in a day. So it's try, it, it is just learning and, you know, researching a little bit yourself, but yeah. Yeah, it's a bit hard like in condo, but like I know when you're in mm. like away somewhere, you can actually research what the menu is and um, um, guess it. But like if you hit the wrong mm. condo, the portion is <laughs> like EK, like you can literally, um, you literally share it there that big. Steaks are huge. But <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, sweet. If I still have protein at the end of the day, does it matter if I just have it in a shake rather than actual food? I just don't like feel like eating anymore at the time, but could easily pop a scoop or two depending on how much I need into water and down it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you, like I've said before, you don't really want to be forcing it, but if it's, you know, on occasion you realise that you haven't met your protein and you've still got calories there as well, Um yeah, have a protein check. That, again, the whole reason around protein is just to try get as close as you can to your goal because it's all about, depends if you're losing weight or gaining muscle or maintaining. It's all about maintaining your muscle mass. And it's also used as a tool to feel a bit more full as well. Um, if, if you find it's happening every single day, I'd be looking at how the rest of your day is structured, like where your protein's at. Like I tend to find breakfast and snacks are very low in protein. So if you find that that's where you're lacking, um, add the protein shake there if you can. It all I know it all depends on your accessibility and timing and things like that. But yeah, like if it's happening like, like a lot, um, I'd be trying to look at that, you know, the breakfast, snacks, generally lunch and dinner for people are fine. Um, but if it's on occasion, like that's absolutely fine to have it night as long as you're not feeling so full that you're making yourself sick. But yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm um I'm not hundred percent sure of what the the numbers are, but like you shouldn't mm. pres- uh, consume too much protein in one sitting. Is that right? So if you've just had dinner and you literally don't feel like it, and then if I'm not sure what the protein is here, but if it is two scoops mm. to jack it up. Like just leave it and then focus on your next day. Like you said, it's a once off, but if this is happening every single day, like we need to get a scope of what your day looks like. And right, like Mm. say for instance, if protein is 160, you know, like we want to be trying to get 40 at breakfast. We want to be trying to get 40 at lunch. We want to be trying to get 40 at dinner. And then if they're a little bit in your snacks and it'll kind of round up a little bit. Mm. Um, But like, if you get to the end of the day, you've had dinner and there hasn't been much um, protein and stuff with dinner, then by all means, you know, have that bit of protein um, with mm. snack. I'm not actually sure who asked this question. I have to go back and look, but um, mm. yeah, it depends on the circumstances. But like, yeah, I'm sort of a bit of a believer too. Like, don't just have it for the sake of it. Like, try and have it that you enjoy it somewhat. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Because then it does create that a bit of a different relationship with food too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, then once you're finished or, you know, you're not working with me 
and you obviously anymore mm. um, probably just not gonna have it so then you set yourself up yeah a little bit yeah definitely like if it's yeah if it's I completely agree if it's like a lower protein dinner I was thinking like if they had dinner at six and then you know they're yeah, that, that could feeling work. a bit hungry yeah 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 and then have something a bit later but of, um, uh, we eat dinner pretty late like well, after we get the kids to bed and stuff so it's not like mm. go to bed but yeah yeah you don't want to be shaking a protein shake at 10 o'clock <laughs> at night <laughs> yeah um what protein should I aim for while I'm not training um well uh, is this protein powder do you think or i think i mean what protein target so your protein target doesn't really change whether you're training or not Mm -hmm. yeah so like um yeah it should be consistent every single day really um i don't know what their target is at the moment but more important to focus on your protein if you're not training isn't it because we really Mm. want to maintain the muscle mass we've got and it's very important for here is fat loss not muscle loss as we get older we want to maintain like you might think um, i don't really care about how much muscle mass i've got but in turn we do because as we get older like we're naturally going to lose it i want to try and you know maintain is the goal you're not going to put on muscle in a calorie mm. especially mm. If you're training so like if you're yeah. training protein target is probably even more important than if you are would you say Definitely. Yeah. So, um, because you're not using exercise to stimulate that muscle to keep it there, um, the proteins, what's actually yeah, going to help maintain and the whole reason as well. Like obviously, um, people have physique goals and things like that, but you want to be thinking long-term, like the, the more that you're maintaining your muscle now, the more you're going to have later, um, later in life too. So, and, and there's studies to say the more you, I don't know how old this person is, but the more you have between that age 20 to 40, the more likely you're going to have it, you know, 70. I was reading this the other day. I can't remember what the percentage was, but after 30, I think you lose 3% of your muscle on average. Or was that used to saying that? Yeah, Yeah, no, no, no. I've seen a, um, I've seen a graph from a paper that says, yeah, like you lose a certain percentage every year from, I don't know what age. I think it's around like that. Yeah, 28 to 35 area. I don't know what. And where it's important, like say for, um, well, let's use my mum for instance, like if her maintenance calories is say 2,200, mm. over the next 10 years, she loses muscle mass. Her maintenance calories is going to drop down to like 1,800 or less because her, mm. um, she's not going to have to work hard to maintain the muscle she's got or yeah. it's less. Um, so that's what you tend to see with older people. You know, they might not um, necessarily change their diet as such. Mm. Um, they keep eating similar, but they put on a little bit more weight as they get older. That's quite definitely. Yeah, there's so many factors as well, but um, yeah. Mm. Um, non-meat or animal-based protein meals. I can't get enough protein from 80% vegetarian diet, and I don't really enjoy eating meat much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you can definitely um, definitely get a lot of protein from your meat, like your plant-based sources. Um, not sure if they're struggling with that, but it can be a lot harder to get, you know, the recommended amount of protein just because um, all tofu and tempeh have a lot of um, protein in them, except like, you know, your legumes, like your lentils and chickpeas and beans and things like that. They have protein in them, but um, they also come with carbohydrate as well so um not that that is a big deal at all it's just more you have to be a bit mindful of your portion sizes with that because if you're gonna 
you know, if you want to get 20 grams of protein from <clears throat> chickpeas or something, it's going to be a lot higher in calories than say a small, you know, 100 grams of steak, um, for example. So it's just being wary of that. Um, but yeah, there's so many good um, sources of protein from plant-based. Probably better than ever right now, isn't it? Like there's um, so much as oh, yeah. your space. Yeah. And like, even look at, um, I've said this before, but look at having edamame beans, like they are incredible. Um, how much they, like, I think it's about, a, what is it? Like a, a cup of edamame beans, which you can have as a snack or even just in a salad or in a, you know, your side, um, is like 20 grams of protein from like a plant and they're really, really good and they're very easy to make. So I've been looking at those. Um, yeah. If she has any, um, well, if they have any questions about it or struggle to reach the protein, just like let us know and we can give them a table or something like that to help. Yeah, and most of all, just remember like calories are king. Like obviously protein mm. is the next step, but the foundation is calories. And, you know, we yeah. just want to make an effort. Like maybe you're not really aiming for that. Um, like two times body weight protein and it's more like a 1.2 or a 1.5. So while yeah. Let's still just try and spread evenly. Like we still want to try and get uh, protein at breakfast, protein at lunch, protein at dinner, but it might just not be 40, you know, like it might be just. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, a protein bars any good <coughs> or something easy to grab and go sometimes. Yeah. Like they, um, they're definitely so convenient. Um, there are a few things that I'd look out for on them. So generally, um, per bar you're at least to get a good bang for your buck you want um to get at least that 10 grams of protein per bar um and they can be high in calories as well so i'd be looking at that but you do want to also look at the sugar content in them too so they can um be quite high in sugar to make up for the taste so generally you want to aim for that below 15 grams per 100 gram on the food label um if you can and then also just try pick ones that are made from real ingredients um obviously when they're packaged they're going to have a few like additives and preservatives and things like that <clears throat> but um trying to pick ones that are made up of like you know like oats and nuts and seeds if you can um they will like they'll still be probably around the same calorie range like that 200 300 calories that they normally are um, which you always do have to be wary of if it fits into your diet as well. Um, but yeah, trying to choose ones that do have those, you know, more nutrient dense ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some BSC ones in the cupboard that wants to go from the other day, um, mm -hmm. at 200 calories and 15 grams of protein. Yeah. But you probably don't want to make a habit of it. Like it's probably mm. that if, you know, you haven't got something prepped <clears throat> that you can grab, but, um, I don't know, like if I guess it would fit your calories, but it's probably not something that you want to make like a daily habit maybe. Yeah, I was going to say they're not really a daily thing. They're definitely like, you know, if you're in a rush or traveling yeah. is another one. Like, you know, if you, yeah, if you're traveling a lot, but like um, mm, trying to make, like make it up in your meals and things like that. Try and use them as a treat or I guess. So like a, mm. not something that's daily would be my suggestion. Yeah. Um, 
because they're really not that high in protein. That's the thing. They're more attractive. Mm. You could probably get your protein from somewhere else and have a treat that you would enjoy more than like a protein bar because like definitely they're okay. They're still not super delicious. Like no, they're not. I've, I've I'm yet to find one that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> How to keep my momentum going happily with losing three kgs, but still want to reach my goal and lose another five. I seem to lose a bit of commitment and drive after a month. How come when I have something sweet, I keep wanting more? A little bit um, isn't satisfying. Mm. Um, so I think there's kind of like two questions in this. Um, so the first, how they were saying they find it hard to stay committed. I think um, yeah, they've mentioned momentum rolling. Happy with losing three kgs, but they still want to drop another five. Yeah. Um, this would be I the, guess this would be the last five for this person too. Like they know that. Mm -hmm. Like obviously the hard, hardest to lose the last five. Mm, definitely. Like, so I guess it's just, again, trying to find that style of eating, like style of eating that you like and try think of, okay, what's going to keep me committed for another eight weeks or 10 weeks or whatever. Um, is it having that, you know, again, having that treat at night or making your meals like really nice. Um, I guess you have like a your coach, like Logan to like, help you keep accountable like you don't have to do it really quickly it can even just be in that smaller deficit so you're not feeling so deprived um again going back to maintenance for two days or a few days a week like that's that'll ultimately slow down your um weight loss but um but might keep you a little bit more on track um yeah comes back to to like if you want to lose this last five and actually keep the last five off Mm. you're gonna have to change your habits that's that's mm. what it comes down to um you know like stop thinking about what the end goal is so much and you need to fall in love with the process of you know training whatever it is four to five times a week hitting your steps pretty much every day mm -hmm. and, you know, getting the food sorted like not so you're tracking it every day so that it does become a habit um, mm. And finding a way, I guess, that you can be a little bit more satisfied with your sweets. Maybe it's having things that you really enjoy. Um, but yeah, like this, the, the mindset or the way this question's written, it's like you're not setting yourself up for, I guess, long-term results. Like you're more chasing that five kilos and you're like, um, I guess, chasing like momentum where really what we're after is consistency like in, mm. in a habit. Mm. It's amazing what um, just even trying to get your steps or finding movement that you enjoy does. Like I know nutrition, nutrition is pretty much such a big, like the biggest part, but um, yeah, it is that daily and not feeling like, um, yeah, like you're going to be, that's going to be hard to get there. Like you just, like you said, every single day, you just want to enjoy what you're doing so it's not feeling too hard because once it, you get to that five kilos um you'll think yay and then kind of like let go a little bit more i don't know yeah yeah like the, the, the satisfaction of that is really temporary isn't it like mm -hmm. um, but i'm sure there's a few little things that um yeah like that could be changed for the long term that could definitely help um in terms of the sugar as well she said that um or they've said that they um don't feel satisfied after that small amount um it can be a range of factors which i i think i've mentioned before about 
Um, there could be, you know, it could be an emotional tie. Like, are they really stressed when they're eating this small amount? Um, are they drinking enough water throughout the day? That is like the biggest thing that I see. Um, yeah, if they find it's happening every single day and that's what's undoing their progress, um, even just, I don't know, if we can send them what I've posted before around strategies and sugar and things like that. Uh, and if they, if they find that, you know, they apply those and they're not working, um, I don't know, have a bit of a chat with one of us. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So we'll come back to it if I think of it. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think what it was is like, make sure you're eating food you enjoyed, you know what I mean? And don't mm. think under your calorie target is better. Like, you want to build a better relationship with food that if you are hitting your steps, if you are doing your training, like, um, you know, it's not a 1,200 calorie option. Yeah. But that's probably why you're getting a month in and you're falling off. Like, we really want mm. to try that get to our – it may seem like a lot of food, but um, this is also going to help with building that better relationship food yeah uh, and then rather than trying to think about like banking calories and such like just focus on hitting your deficit number and then on the weekend you do have something and then aim for your maintenance rather than yeah. um and it also comes mm. back to like with females tracking the cycle knowing where you're at knowing what feelings you should be having at that time absolutely uh, try and cue all my clients off like a part of the check-in to ask whether i have a cycle for the simple fact that coming into the last seven days i just give them a little cue to say hey um this is the time that is the hardest to adhere to your nutrition um so mm. allow yourself an extra few hundred calories or even hit your maintenance um don't be too hard on yourself once you swing back around to day one you know this is the easiest time and we'll knuckle in then you know like even thinking of a nutrition or a diet or a weight loss journey like two weeks hard two weeks or you know mm. um whatnot you know it's amazing what um, changes for women in their cycle in terms of they think, oh, I'm craving sugar. What's wrong with me? Like, and get really down on themselves. But you're like, honest, exactly. Like, it's really good way to, if you're going, it's really important to track your cycle. So at least, you know, okay, no wonder I'm craving sugar. I've got to be really like, you know, it's really important to make sure I've got my water up around this time. Like I'm going, I'm going to crave a bit more food because naturally you're burning a little bit more um, and just being aware of that as well. Like it's not, it's not willpower that people might think sometimes. So yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, if I don't hit my protein target each day by 40 to 60 grams, will I put on weight or will this just slow the weight loss? Should I be trying to eat extra protein of the night, even if I don't feel like it, we'll call it a day. We kind of touched on this, didn't we? Like we probably want to call it a day and get more of a strategy about how can you increase your breakfast by 10, your lunch by 10, and your dinner by 10. Mm. Um, but as such, like, it's not going to, uh, will I put on weight? No, you won't. Not if you're still in a calorie deficit. Will mm. it slow my weight loss down? Um, potentially, I guess it could slow your weight loss down, would you say? It would, it would maybe not the weight loss. It would slow down the fat loss, definitely, because... Um, because you're, if you're not, you know, if you haven't got higher protein, um, a little bit higher protein or hitting around that target, you're, got, you're more likely to lose muscle than fat. And so, yes, your weight will go down, but um, it will be a lot more muscle than fat if you were with higher in your protein. Yeah. 
yeah, which you want to, and which we talked about before, why you want to maintain your muscle for long term, and yeah. But uh, that's what we just did. Um, last week, you gave me a lower calorie limit. I've gained some weight over the last week due to inactivity and nutrition not being tracked. Do I start with new calorie limit or stay with the previous one until I get back to the weight I was? I went straight away. Realistically, your calorie target wouldn't have changed by much. It might have only been from here calories just go with whatever the target it is like once i give you guys a new target just forget about the old one completely don't even worry about that mm -hmm. um, but overall like if you're in a deficit your calorie target's only like a target if you're 150 either side like it's not the end of the world that's the thing yeah. that's only a guide um struggling to eat more protein i'll just jump in here says um mm -hmm. all the recipes so go to the guide section of the facebook group go to the recipe section there's over 60 recipes there Literally 98% of them are really high protein. Um, so just dive in there and have a look about how you can get your protein. And like we've just spoken about, um, try and spread it out through your day. Like pro, uh, brekkie should have sort of 20 to 40, lunch 20 to 40, dinner 20 to 40. And if you follow them recipes and find ones you like, um, this shouldn't be a problem. And then in the blog section of the Facebook group too, um, Sarah's wrote a blog on how you can, or protein snack ideas. Um, so dive head first into there as well. There's heaps of snack ideas in there. Um, but depending on which option you do, like the three three main meals and two snacks, like main meal, so let's say 30, um, lunch 30, dinner 30, there's 90. And then if your snacks are sort of 10 to 15, like then you should be cracking 100. Or if you go with the four main meals, like literally all my, I do the four main meal option. And all my meals are pretty much the same, you know, like um, brekkie is normally a smoothie after training and then meal two, meal three, and meal four. They're all like not identical. Like I'm not eating the same chicken curry three times a day. Yeah. Um, but like it's roughly like 40 grams of protein. I have roughly, you know, 150, 200 grams of rice and it's got like veg or salad with it. Like it's, mm. you don't have to rewrite the book. That's the thing. Like, mm. And everyone struggles with protein too. So yeah, it's just something you just have to be aware of every day and think every single meal, what, what protein source do I have? Once you actually change your habit and you actually learn about nutrition through tracking, it becomes quite easy and it just becomes second nature, really. It's mm. like, like meat or, you know, I have powder with this or, you know, if you're obviously not in meat or powder. Another thing with that um, protein-based one too, like you can get vegetarian or vegetarian, vegan, sorry, protein options. Mm. I know the true protein one's not very good, but I think there are a few a few good options there. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to add? Um, I had something just before when you were talking, but I forgot. Um, Pick it up the next time, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, all the best coming out of lockdown. Enjoy getting back in the gym. Um, yeah, can't wait. Chin out in the gym too. If you're sick of walking. Yeah, no, I don't know. I've created a habit. I love it now. Like, but yeah, definitely need to start start getting back into it. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks so much for your time, Sarah. Can't wait. To All good. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Bye. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this 
Thanks for listening, guys. If you got something out of this, take a screenshot, pop it on your Instagram story, and tag me and Sarah in it. Uh, if level up something you're interested in, make sure you flick me a message or an email. Um, so what we do is, obviously, after joining, we send our clients a introductory uh, Q&A. From that Q&A, we then set their targets. So a step target, a calorie target, and a protein target. Now, with our calorie target, we give them a deficit calorie and a maintenance calorie. Now, this is if their goal is weight loss, which primarily most of our clients are. So we give them two targets for the simple fact of um, if they're going to um, go out for dinner or they're having a social event or all around they just need a treat or even depending on where their cycle is at, they know what their maintenance calorie is um, so that instead of just throwing the ball out the window, not tracking at all and um, eating whatever they want, if they aim for their maintenance calorie, which is generally quite a little bit of food, uh, they're taking a step sideways and not a step back. And if over the course of the week, uh, you can hit your deficit calorie five times and your maintenance calorie two times, you're taking steps towards your goals. Um, from there, uh, we have a link that they submit their data each day, uh, and then that obviously gets tracked in a spreadsheet. And then each week, I jump on and give them video feedback um, on their on their um, data. I'm really, really proud of this program. Uh, if it's something you may be interested in, make sure you reach out. Um, Till next time, later.